Hello, everybody. Okay, so episode back. six. Episode six of the podcast. Episode six of the podcast. Thank you to uh, all 15 viewers <laughs> over the last five episodes, and welcome yeah. to episode six. We normally say this at the end of the episode, but we'll say it at the start this time. Um, genuinely, if you like or comment or subscribe, it does help us out quite a bit. 100%. So I think we got a new, uh, new comment the other day. Did we? Yeah, I think you replied to it. <laughs> oh, who was that from? Don't know. It wasn't on a podcast. I think it was on another video. But thank you. But thank you, yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Please like, subscribe. really helps. Anyway, anyway, episode six. Welcome, everybody, to Ben and John Do Cars Talk Cars. Yes, that's it. First of all, again, if you're ever near Bristol, go and like the Streets of Erna on Instagram. And if you say, let's do it, when you order your Savlaki, you get a free Halloumi and chip upgrade. So nice. at the Streets of Erna on Instagram. Go look, look at them at Bristol. If you're ever in Bristol, go get some Savlaki. It's delicious. Get yourself over there. Nice. Done. Right. Agenda. So we freestyled last time. We did. So we'll, we'll, we thought we'd go back to, uh, we'd alternate a little bit. So we'll go back to having more of a, a pre-planned-ish conversation. Sounds good. Uh, what was it going to be again? <laughs> so I think we were going to talk about breakdown stories. Oh, yes. Yeah, so our best breakdown stories. Or I'm, worst breakdown stories. Well, yeah, depending on Best and worst. Yeah. So breakdown so, stories. Breakdowns. I've got a few of these. Yeah, I've only got one. And mine's quite long-winded. And it's... Uh, so let's, let's go with you okay. first. Because... I'll, I'll come in afterwards because I think you've got quite a few and yours are probably more interesting than mine. I'll go for the, so the, the first one, the first bad one that I remember, like, because we've all had a few sort of, uh, you know, flat tires, running yeah, out yeah. petrol or whatever. It might yeah, be. yeah, yeah. My, my first, what I would consider proper breakdown was I was 17 years old and my cousin, I remember my cousin had just been born. So I was in my green Rover. Yeah. The 220 SDI. Uh-huh. Um, and my so my cousin had just been born so me my mum and my two sisters were going to go and visit my uncle and aunt in the hospital to visit my uh, to to meet my new nephew mm-hmm. and um and that was in i don't know they live sort of in uh near london so it was down the m4 and so i was 17 so i was i was driving everywhere any yeah. opportunity to drive so even though there was only four of us going we could have all fitted in one car i was like no no i'm gonna drive myself yeah so yeah <laughs> turned out to be a bit of a mistake but we'll go back to that <laughs> so we were going down the m4 we were just driving a convoy and i had a fly sub and amplifier i remember the great one one with a little fly on the yeah, exactly. sneaker i had one of those in the boot of my rover and the rest of my boot was just full of crap like typical 17 year old college student mcdonald's wrappers Clothes, shoes. Change of clothes, shoes, yeah. yeah, like college bag. A um, wrench. Yeah, just, just... Loads of random shite. Loads, the boot was stuffed full of crap. Yeah. And, um, and it developed this problem where the, um, the amp would like overheat slightly. Because it was only a, a small little amp on the back of that. Because it, it was an all-inclusive sub and amp system. Yeah, I remember. And it would overheat slightly. Uh-huh. And it was really annoying me because the music would just keep cutting in and out, cutting in and out. Uh-huh. And I was really annoyed. So, so I rang my sister or whatever and I was just like I need to pull in at the next services because there's some issue with my car um, but just you know slow down a bit and I'll, I'll just catch you up again because again I thought oh, nice little excuse to go fast so my sister was like yeah okay fine so I pulled into I don't know memory or something yeah pulled into the services and just got a load of crap out the back of my car out of the boot of the car and just stuffed it in the back and I made sure there was a nice air pocket around the amp and stuff got back on the motorway um, and I rang them and I was like, right, I'm back on the motorway now. Where are you? And they were like a few miles ahead of me. So I was like, right, I'm going to 
Catch up. I'm going to put the hammer down. To yeah. Catch up with them. And, uh, <laughs> and so I was on the outside of the motorway and I was wringing this thing's neck. Really? Yeah. I was, I'm pretty. Poor sure. Rover. It was, it was at VMAX. <laughs> which, which is, you know, for, for a 220 ST. I mean, this was 16, 15 years ago, whatever. So I feel like it's, I'm not going to get in trouble admitting this, but it was very far. I was doing probably 120. Yeah. And um, <laughs> on the outside of the motorway. And then all of a sudden, everything died. No way. Everything. Like dashboard, engine, all the gauges. That's like, sketchy not, 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 just, not just engine cutting out. I mean, literally the whole... It was like someone just cut the earth cable off to the battery. So like servo to your brakes, power steering, all that everything. Sort of stuff? Everything went. Jesus. And, uh, sketchy. So, so I had to navigate my, <laughs> to navigate my way to, to the hard shoulder. From the outside lane in 120... <laughs> this shitty old rover with no power with no power no brakes no power steering I had to get from the outside lane of the motorway to the hard shoulder yeah and that was that sketchy. was sketchy that was very sketchy I didn't enjoy that that reminds me of those games you used to get like to, you had to weave in and out of traffic yeah yeah those if you little... hit one you'd, you'd, you'd lose a life or something exactly yeah yeah it was exactly like that and that was and yeah and I, I didn't get to, had to wait for a breakdown um, had to wait, wait for the REC I rang my, my sister and I was just like yeah I'm, it's over I'm done, done. <laughs> uh, so didn't, me, ride. didn't meet my cousin that day that sucks <laughs> yeah. that does suck um, yeah so that was my first proper breakdown and do you know what that was a, it was a boiling hot day which I think was part of the reason why the amplifier kept overheating so was it the amp that shorted out the electrics no, no, in the car or what, so. what no, was the actual issue well um, so pulled on pulled onto the side of the road um then about, you know, half an hour later, RAC man or AA, whatever it was, came out and he sort of just pulled me onto the, because I wasn't far from a junction, so he just pulled me onto the slip road, which was safer. And then he was like, look, I'll pull you onto the slip road. I'll have a quick look if I can get you going. I can't. I explained what had happened to him. And he was just yeah. like, oh, that's weird. Maybe it's just like a fuse or uh-huh. bad earth or something like that. Yeah. And he was working on the side of my car for about an hour and a half. Mm, fuck. And he was like... And it, you could tell he sort of it got under his skin a little bit. And he's, he's like, what he's is wrong like, here? I need to find out what's wrong. He's, he, I cannot be beaten. Yeah, exactly. So he was there for an hour and a half or so. Yeah. He then finished his shift. So they sent another recovery guy out to... What, so he left and another guy came? Or he, did they he, both start working on it? They both worked on it for about 20 minutes. Right. Then the first guy left because they knew that he was coming to the end of his shift. He was defeated. And uh, yeah, they couldn't figure out what was wrong with it. I think in the end... About three months prior to that, I jet washed the engine bay, um, <laughs> and I took no care whatsoever because I was like, "Oh, it's a diesel. You don't yeah. need to worry about electronics with a diesel." Yeah, I don't know what I remember you doing that. Yeah, I do remember you doing that at the time. I was like, "That guy's a fucking lunatic." Yeah, it was bad. I ended up having to replace the injection pump. I think the ECU had got some water in it and had. You know, it messed his brain up. The injector pump was fucked, so I had a new fuel pump and that kind of stuff. I spent a lot of money on that car. It's a shame because for a seventeen-year-old. Yeah, I mean, you you ended up having quite a nice car. I remember it I was, was always a, envious of your Rover. It was a, that was a good-looking because car. it was a nice color, mm. that dark green. That was nice. Brooklyn's green. Brooklyn's green. A rare color. Lovely. Most most green Rover 200s are British racing green. But it was a five door, which I thought actually looked better. I agree. In the in the 200, it definitely looks better. In the 200, it was nicer. 
had lovely, not like fully smoked rear lights. It had some nice rear lights on it, I think. Yeah, yeah. So I bought those off Rory. Yeah, because they, they, he had them on his ZR. Yeah, yeah. They were, so he'd masked around the... So they were ZR rear lights, which had the, the clear, the white indicator and reverse lights, not yeah. the smoked ones, which the Rover 200 had. Yeah. And he'd masked around that and basically tinted all the rest of them. Yeah, it was really nice. It was a good-looking car, wasn't it? And then you had those Lenzo 5 start spoke... Yeah, Lenzo Concept 5s. They were nice. They were nice wheels. And it was lowered. Like, it was, and it, it was, was fucking slammed. It was very low, yeah. It was slammed, but like with good perspective. You know I mean? It wasn't yeah, just yeah. decked and the wheels were tucked into the arches. It was like... It had a nice stance to it. Lovely it? stance to it. I really, and it had a nice exhaust on it. It did? Yeah. And I, um, I made my own grill for that. Yeah. I literally... I, I, Didn't you get chicken wire and spray it no, black so or something? I got the, I got the, the chrome... You know the standard chrome rover grill with the with the beige fins? Yeah, probably. So I I took that off. I would never attempt this now. <laughs> I just wouldn't do it. I took I took the grill off, cut the centre bit where the badge sits off it, mm. snapped all of the um the fins the out. fins out, got some mesh chicken wire. Yeah, I remember that. And then I, but I had to, be, obviously because there was a little indent from where the centre bit was, I had to get some filler out and I had to smooth out Fucking hell, the babe. top and the bottom. That is unlike you. And then I painted it green. And it had angel eye headlights, remember that? Yes, it did. They were nice. Yeah. That was a sick car. For your first car. I loved it. Your first actual legal car. Yeah. I mean, you've had loads of cars before that. Story for another time. Yeah. But for your first roadworthy car, like of its kind, mm. you know what I mean? Like, a nice car. It was awesome. I loved it. And like I, I had a Rover. Hmm. That's another breakdown story. I could quickly touch on that. Let's go to your Rover breakdown story. What's the theme here? Yeah. <laughs> so I had a Rover, as you know, 216SI. So it was the 1.6. We, we could put loads of pictures up on the story. In fact, oh, maybe, yeah. we'll do, maybe we'll do a, a story about this because yeah. I've got a lot of photos of our two Rovers Have together. you? Yeah. Have you? Be, I'd like to see that. Yeah. I've only got a few. So my Rover, I got bog standard, five door, two one six SI, and what was the? Oh God, silver. No, I know, but I'm trying to remember what the actual color was called. Oh, I can't remember. Uh, platinum silver, starlight silver. I'm not no. sure. I keep wanting to say moon dust silver. That's a Ford color. Yeah. I'll turn that around so I can see. Nice. Sorry. Yeah. Um, yeah, so bought that for 500 quid off some woman in Cricklade, I think, yeah. somewhere. Which is a bargain, because it was in pretty good nick. Yeah, had like 80,000 miles. I had seat in my um, Rover as well. Oh, you did? Sorry, carry on. Yeah, your, your Rover is badass. <laughs> it was like the pinnacle of, of Rover 200s, basically, at the, what at, we, the time. at the time of what we wanted, anyway. But mine was nothing like that. Mine was bog standard. Never been touched. Looked... Like a granny wagon, basically. Yeah. Like a shopping trip car. But I put some different alloys on it. I went through a few stages of different alloys. I got some ZR straights for it eventually, which I settled on. What did you have before that? I had some black alloys with some with a deep dish chrome rim on the edge. Oh, God. And I didn't like that. I, I bought them like, that look badass. Put them on the car. I was like, it looks shit. I remember, yeah. They, they, they were right. Actually. They were nice alloys, but for like a Jap car. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, they weren't like... They weren't the vibe of the Rover at all. You, you lowered that as well? Yeah, and then I lowered it on some shocks and springs. 
Um, then I bought, went all the way to uh, Salisbury to pick up a z- exhaust from Jan Speed, I think. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Their factory down there. Yeah, so yeah. I bought I a back box from them, like a, a chrome twin pipe back yes, box. Yes, the twins, I remember. And then we I, both we both deoranged our indicators. Deoranged our indicators. And then I put a ZR rear bumper on it with the little split of, oh, yeah. with the little fins at the side. That was yeah. a mistake because the rest say, of the car had nothing on it. That. That wasn't a good look. No. It was like, looked, made it look really saggy. It made it look like it had a, a rear ender at some point. Yeah, <laughs> it, was, it was so bad. It was like, to be I, fair, I, I loved the look of the rear end on its own. But oh. when you looked at the rest of the car, it didn't look great, did and it? And also, because your uh, exhaust was a 200 exhaust, yeah. it didn't stick out the ZR bumper enough. Yeah, ever. it was like recessed in. That really yeah. annoyed me as well. We, we both color-coded mm. all the black plastic. You did, but then I took that to a jet wash and I sprayed the black trims on the side to clean them and all the silver paint came off. <laughs> did it really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that was fucked. But I did have... The coolest thing I had in that car was a stereo that oh, came man. out of the dashboard and there was like a seven-inch screen. Flip-up screen, yeah, yeah. And then we watched like we just go and hang out in laybys and stuff and watch Mighty Boosh. Yeah, that was awesome. I remember that was yeah that was they were good times. Yeah, just yeah, go, yeah. going to the woods and get up stuff that we shouldn't do. Anyway, we're digressing. <laughs> we're talking about things like breakdowns. What, yeah, stick to breakdowns. So that car uh, sounded me- amazing with your induction kit, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was just that was fucking great. Slow, but it sounded awesome. It's awesome. actually quite quick. It had 110 horsepower. So back in the day. I think I had the quickest car. Yeah, you did, yeah, yeah. I remember the. Uh, I've I've driven a couple of 1.6 K series before. They always feel really strong. Yeah, they're really cammy. Yeah, it was it was a quick engine. Like, yeah, it was way faster than the 1.4. Oh yeah, way faster. Way part. Way part. Way faster. Way parper. Anyway, <laughs> it broke down, and uh, I've done all this stuff to it. I was really happy with it. I loved the car. It was great. One day I was driving back from work over at Kemble Airfield at the time, and. There was just this almighty, just like, poof. and I was like, what the fuck is going on? And lost all power, <laughs> fully unresponsive, no nothing, and uh, basically I snapped the cam up. <laughs> Ruined the engine. <laughs> yeah, that's what so came over. that went to the scrapyard, because I couldn't afford to have it stripped apart to figure out how much damage yeah, it had done. that would have been a new engine. Uh, it's just a waste of money. It cost me 500 quid. So I sold that, and then I... Got my first ever golf. Uh, the, the funny thing about the do you remember that one time that um, you started? You had one of your little lung episodes. Yeah, yeah. And I had to drive you to hospital. Did you drive me in my car in your Rover. Oh. And so we jumped in your Rover, and you were there just like, Ooh, I'm dying. <laughs> like with a you know, yeah, collapsed, collapsed lung. lung. And so rather than calling an ambulance, we were just like, I can take the Rover. <laughs> Let's get the road like an idiot. The thing is, do you remember at Brain Crossroads? No, that car had a slipping clutch, and mm. <laughs> we were at Brain Crossroads. And I went to pull away aggressively, and, and just it went. It just went. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, dude, I think there's something wrong with your car. Yeah, Shit, sorry. it's like go easy on the clutch, man. It's been like that for a while. <laughs> go easy on the clutch, man. <laughs> Please look after the car. <laughs> but yeah, so that was my first ever breakdown story. Side note as well. Has, isn't it crazy how cheap cars were back then? Because oh my god! You paid five hundred quid for that. My yeah. my green one, which was mint, mm. 
it was on a tea plate, so in 99. So it was only eight years old. I know, that. that's mental to think that, isn't that's it? That's like buying a 2015 plate now. Yeah, I know. And I paid, I paid 1,100 quid for ah, it's it. That's just awesome. Like, can you imagine buying a 2015 plate car now for 1,100 quid? Yeah, I remember buying a, um, no, I can't remember. Even like a cheap, even like a Citroen C1 no, or something. No, not going to happen. Or a Volvo XC70. Well, yeah, that's an 04 plate. Yeah, I mean, that's mental. I bought my first GTI Golf Mark IV for 1,500 quid, and I think it was probably eight years old, six years, five, seven years old, maybe. That's mental, isn't it? And, uh, yeah, it was a 2010, a 2009, and I was 18, so 11, I don't know what the maths is on that. What year was the car? Nine years old. No, oh, yeah, because it was on a W plate. Was it on W? Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I swapped that. Is that that green one? Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. And then I swapped that car. I mean, we're digressing massively here. We'll get back into breakdowns in a second. But I got bored of that car. There's a, there's a story around that car. I got it mapped and it all went wrong, blah, blah, blah. Oh, yeah. And the, um, the, the chain tensioner was, like, loose. Mm. So it had, like, a, had, like, a timing <clears throat> chain tensioner thing that was rattly. Yeah. It's basically a big job to fix, so... I swapped that car. The bloke that I swapped it with knew that this car needed doing, yeah. but he swapped it with a 106 GTI. <laughs> what? What? Yeah. What is? What the fuck? And if only I'd kept that fucking car. Yeah. That uh, is, that and I absolutely thing. adored that car. It was the best fun flipping thing I've ever had. It was had. wicked, wasn't it? I always think about that. That was a scary car. That was a badass car. That was just so much fun to drive. It was like a little, honestly, like a go-kart. I know it's an analogy. Very cammy as well. It had a high-lift cam. Oh, yeah, it did, didn't it? Yeah, a, so it was really cammy. Really cammy. It had four-pop Brembo Yes, brakes. boys. For, from a 406. Yeah, yeah. It had no ABS, so yeah. it was on or off, because they were just like... <laughs> <laughs> so every time you'd put a little bit of pressure on the brakes, they'd lock up. So that was badass Yeah, that well. car was sick. It was nice like, colour as well. Fucking death trap, that thing, honestly. Yeah, it felt... Very like... fast, very... I very it was sketchy. On Team Dynamics Pro Race 1.2s as it well. It was, yeah. Nice wheels. Had Moret headlights as well, which were yeah. really rare. Um, and a nice exhaust. It was all stripped out. As a nice car. Yeah. Anyway, we're massively digressing. Anyway, yeah. So, so back to breakdowns. Break, back to breakdowns. So what was that? That was, so that was my first. Um, I'm not necessarily going to do it in order, but... <laughs> anyway, just a quick thought. We should do an episode one day mm. of all of our old cars talking about all of our old cars oh yeah that's that's on the list yeah yeah our favourite favourite old cars don't know about you and people watching but I'm really excited for that episode already yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay back to breakdowns um, so next one probably um, okay so this is a good one <laughs> so I again we'll go into this in a future episode but um, I used to have a TVR <laughs> a 4 litre Camara <laughs> yeah. TVR and um uh, it was a stupid idea. Um, I had it for, I don't know, probably, I'd say close to a year, maybe not nine months to a year, nine to 12 months. Had it long enough. Had it long enough. daily it. It was my only car. That was su- such an amazing car to have. I'd, I'd 100% have one of those again. Yeah. It was, it was a gorgeous car. Yeah, it was, so it was cool. an amazing car. Um, but, and it was, you know, and it was in, I, 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 I actually bought a good one. Yeah. Like, I tried to buy a good one. It was lovely. It wasn't like a ropey old shitter. It was in pretty good condition. I bought it some, off some old guy. Yeah. Who who had, like, a whole archive box full of paperwork and stuff. He'd taken really good care of it. It was his weekend car, this kind of stuff. Like, it was it was a nice one. But it was a, it was a early 90s TVR, so it just broke down all the time. 
But the the worst one, <laughs> the worst one of many, was I remember I was driving. I don't know where I was going or what I was doing, but I was in Mindy, and uh, my I remember me and my girlfriend at the time had had some argument or something, and so the the atmosphere in the car was frosty. Yeah, <laughs> we're like, we we weren't talking, right? Yeah, and we were driving along, and um, I remember got to. Mighty Crossroads, mm-hmm. about to go into the village, and uh, sort of started smelling a bit of smelling a bit of something, and I was like, mm, "Okay, that doesn't smell good." But I didn't want to say anything because, again, the, I was I was I didn't want to I just didn't want to say anything. I was just, oh, I was pissed off. Yeah, yeah. And um, go over the uh, go, go over the crossroads, and as I pulled off, just saw just a little bit of smoke started pouring up, uh-huh. and I was just like, "Oh god!" And I just assumed that it was overheating. Mm-hmm. And I was like, looked, at the, looked at the temperature gauge and stuff, and I was like, no, it's, it, everything's fine. What's going on? I was like, there's no warning lights. The engine sounded fine. Everything was cool. I was like, what the fuck? And then, and then suddenly, just smoke started billowing out of the dashboard, like proper, just like thick smoke started coming out. And I was just like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> and then I realised like I could smell burning. Like I think something might have been on fire then. I was yeah, it was it was severe. I was just like, what the fuck? And I. And at that point, I, the facade had to end. I had to break the science. I was just like, like there's something seriously wrong like, here. There's something going on here. And fucking idiot. I mean, no disrespect to her, but, you know, that wasn't a great relationship. <laughs> and literally, I put my like, head down, and at the bottom of her footwell, there was actual flames. Oh, my God. Well, she hadn't noticed. I she just and hadn't noticed. Just FYI for people that haven't been in a TVR, specifically that one, when you're sat in that, you can see your feet because you're practically yeah, you're, sat on the floor. You're very low down. So it's, it's, quite a, it's, a, it's a very reclined, low down, sort of straight foot sort of seating arrangement. Yeah. So I don't know how she didn't notice there was a fire. Anyway. Christ, that that's light. A, that's a um, subject for a different time. Um, at full on flames. Jesus. And... and the but that was like fuck. I shit myself. Yeah. Um, I mean, it was insured. It wasn't insured fully comp. It was insured third party fire and theft. So, I mean, if it had burnt to the ground, I would have at least claimed on the insurance. That's, that would have been a tragedy. That would have been a bad time. And um, I, God, it was awful. And was this at night time, by the way? No, no, it's during the day. Oh, Jesus. Um, to be fair, if it had been in night time, it probably, I probably would have noticed sooner. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but in the Chimera, the end of the passenger footwell houses. The main fuse box, fuse board, which is a fuse board, not a fuse box. It's not got a cover on it, I don't think. Or well, mine didn't, anyway. And the battery, which oh, is in the floor. And basically what had happened was the um, mounting screws for the fuse board had come loose somehow. The fuse board had fallen down onto the battery terminals what, and, just, and just shorted everything. Sh- sparked off. And then Jesus there's a lot Christ. Of, leather and a carpet and obviously yeah. the whole car's fiberglass so the whole thing just went up fuck and um but luckily the tvr chimera comes with a fire extinguisher in the boot <laughs> so i'm quite impressed actually looking back on this considering i was such a fucking idiot when i was 18 i i dealt with it pretty well i was like right there's a fire i know i've got a fire extinguisher in the boot so i literally jumped out of the car i was like get out get out get out fucking get out yeah so she got out Jumped straight round to the boot, undid the um, undid the boot, got the fire extinguisher off the little holder on the back of the bulkhead. Yeah, yeah. And I was, I was reading the instructions, just like, like how the fuck do I do this? And I just doused the whole thing with the uh, with the fire extinguisher. Fire went out, um, and then what happened after that? I think it still drove. 
No. I think it still drove. I'm sure it did. Because I don't think I don't remember it being recovered or anything. I don't remember it ever being like off the road for a long period of time. Oh, it was. I can't remember. Well, I didn't say a long period of time. It was off the road for it had constant electrical niggles. I remember it had problems, but it wasn't always like fairly rectifiable. That Never was... anything drastically bad went wrong with it, did it? I can't even remember, but it had a lot it's just a lot of little niggly things. So in a lot that, of gremlins. In that instance, um, I rang up. By that point, I'd already developed a relationship with Neil Garner. Yeah, um, TBR specialist. Yeah, again, luckily this this wasn't pre-planned. But the first time I had an issue with it, I went on the Piston Heads forum and I was just like, "Oh, where can I take this?" And it turned out that one of the UK's best TBR specialists was up the road, five miles up the road from us. So you know, I developed a bit of a relationship with with Neil. He took pity on me, I think. <laughs> um, and so yeah, he uh, he I think he re- he replaced the fuse box. And a few of the wire, you know, a bit of the wiring and stuff for it. Um, to be fair, the worst damage from that fire was actually just the the uh, shit from the fire extinguisher. Oh right, yeah, yeah like stained the carpet and stuff, um, which took a little bit off the uh, asking Reset price when, yeah. I, when I sold it. It's a nice interior that car had, like yeah, really nice, creamy. Had a really nice steering wheel. Yeah, it wouldn't. Yeah, it was a really nice. I don't think it was a. Was it not? I can't remember. It was a nice steering wheel. Yeah, there. that was a lovely car. That sent like the center tunnel on that the trans where the yeah. transmission. The whole thing was just rad. I loved it. Awesome. Smelled amazing. Yeah. Sounded amazing. Pretty quick. It was pretty quick. Yeah. I mean, I don't and know it's very, very good at going around sideways. Yeah. I'm amazed. I'm sideways. amazed that I didn't crash that thing. I'm amazed you didn't crash either. The one memory that sticks in my brain. <laughs> I, hope <laughs> I, you, I hope you don't mind me saying this. No, again, we're talking. This is 15 years ago, so I don't think I'm, I don't think I'm going to get into trouble for any of this. No, and I think I still had my Rover. Did I still have my Rover at this point? I think you may have, yeah. Yeah, I did. Because uh, we went to Thorpe Park, yeah. right? And I was like, I'm going to take my Rover. And you were like, I'm going to take my TVR. And I was like, oh, that's cool. And we had another mate with us. And I think, I can't remember what I think we had a convoy of like maybe three maybe or four, four cars, yeah. And um, you were like, in your element, you were like, I, this is awesome. Top down. Yeah, down, down the M4. Down the M4, going to Thorpe Park in my TVR. It was a, it was a nice day as it well. Was lovely. And I'm going to fucking rip it up. <laughs> and I just remember being in the fast lane following you. And we're probably, I'm trying to like push you along a little bit. Yeah. You're like just chilling out. I'm just like, that, that TV had lovely gear ratios as well. Oh. It was really, it had long legs. You could really settle into a cruise above 100. In that. Yeah. And I think I was topping out in my Rover at like 110. Because I don't think it went any faster than that. And you were just like, right, fuck you, see you later. And you just <laughs> fucked off. But because there was cars in front of you, you were weaving in and out of traffic, but you were on the hard shoulder at no. one point, dude. Yeah, yeah. But you I, were racing. Yes. That's, you were. You got into a race with something. I with a Mustang. A Mustang, that's yeah. right. I, I, wasn't, I wasn't just doing it for no reason. It's no, because... I think I, I, that's why I remember. I was trying to keep up with you in this Mustang, and I was topping out at 110 and being like, Okay, I've lost. Can't go any faster. This is obviously very irresponsible and stupid. And like yeah, we're not we, con- we're not condoning this. And and it was a long time ago. And when we look back on stuff like this, we talk about this quite often when we're not on camera and stuff. When we think we were, we were like, lucky, lucky like hell. Nothing, like, nothing bad happened when we were younger. Jesus, just, like it makes it almost like I just don't like talking about. Yeah, it. sometimes it's stressful. Yeah, of yeah. Anyway. You were racing this Mustang, and I just got this memory of you darting through traffic, trying to keep up with it. We were, but, so me and the Mustang were both doing that. We, oh yeah, it was, and, and it, you know, it wasn't like an aggressive race. It was like a, it wasn't like a Need for Speed kind of. In my head, it was pretty radical. 
it, well, you no, were on the hard shoulder it undertaking was, traffic. It was it was quite lighthearted. Like me, the, the Mustang driver, you know, we we. You know. I mean, you weren't you weren't trying to max out your cars, no. To, but you were going pretty fucking quick, and also doing some pretty sketchy stuff. Yeah, the the, the worst bit was the hard shoulder. Yeah, that was awful. There were, there were there was there were two trucks overtaking each other, so the, the inside and the middle lane were taken up by lorries. You like me and the Mustang, we just split. He went round one he way. He went round one way. We were on the other way. Then we came back in the middle. Yeah, that, that was that was dodgy. I'll, I'll, that I mean, was... that's what sticks in my mind from that car. That was good because then we took we. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> we we then both he was coming off the same junction that we were due to come off anyway. And so we came off, uh, which would have been the M twenty five, I guess. Yeah, uh, we came off that junction, and I, I pulled over to the hard shoulder and stopped to wait for you guys to catch up. Yeah, and as as we sort of. Pulled off, we both kind of calmed down and slowed down to like 40, 50 mile an hour. Like windows came down. It was like, yeah, yeah, how's it going? Yeah. Hey, how's yeah, it? we nearly just died. Yeah, cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a good car. Yeah. But yeah, I just wanted to chuck that anecdote in there because that's what I remember. I don't do anything like that anymore. I definitely don't do anything like that anymore. That no. Was, that was a different time. Like we said earlier. And, and again, even, even like we're not that old, but even back then the roads were nowhere near as busy as they are now. No. But like you couldn't, even if you were mental, you couldn't, I don't think you could do that now. No. I've never seen anybody do, else do that in my, in, in my time on this earth. I've seen it done on TV or on YouTube, but I've never seen it in real life. And it was probably the scariest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So, of, of all the breakdowns of the TV, uh, the fire was the worst. Yeah. Okay, right. I've, I have got some more breakdown stories. Uh, I had a camper van. Yes. Which you know. <laughs> yeah. uh, so I bought a... LDV. LDV Convoy. Con- yeah, that was it. Yeah. Two and a half litre turbo diesel, or just diesel. It wasn't a turbo. I can't remember. It was a 2.5 litre Peugeot engine. I was going to say, was it the Peugeot or the Ford engine? It was the Peugeot, Peugeot engine. engine. I can't remember the, the specs on it, to be honest. I never, never think of it as like... For its engine, it doesn't matter. Does doesn't it? matter. But I loved it. I loved every minute I owned that thing. But it caused me a hell of a lot of problems. So when I bought it, I bought it because I wanted to do travelling. Went travelling in Europe in it. But when I bought it, it was just like an empty shell inside. Mm-hmm. Apart from it had a cooker and a fridge and a sink. Perfect. So it was like basically ready-made camper. Just needed a bed and some shelving and some fucking carpet and you know some power. Yeah. Um, as in like electric hook, like for the hookup and stuff. So we cracked on and did that over like a month or two. And then we were like, fuck it, let's go to Europe. And off we went for like six weeks. Again, just going back, like the same with my Rover grill. Like, would you do that now? No. I hate DIY. I hate doing that kind of stuff. I mean, the thought of doing that now just not, it doesn't stress me out, but it just makes me think like I could spend my money elsewhere. You know what I mean? Because that would cost a hell of a lot of money. And if you were to buy a camper van now that was bare like that, it would cost you like four or five grand yeah. for an old shitty camper. And then you've got to spend all that money to do it up. How much did you buy it for? £1,100. Amazing. Amazing. And it was an old Royal Mail uh, van. Was it? Yeah, in its, in its prime. Was it red? No. It was white? It was white, but it was one of their pallet loading vans. Oh, right. Okay, cool. Um, I bought it off some... I think I bought it off a gypsy. Like a traveller. Yeah, yeah. Um, like Dax. Because I went to a traveller site and he had it there. And it was like caravans everywhere and stuff. Jesus Christ. And you bought it? Yeah, it was a bargain. The bloke seemed to do all right to me. I think he was a farmer. Oh, okay. Lived on a traveller site. Who knows? Who knows? But anyway, bought it. And uh, let's just say it wasn't the most reliable <laughs> of units. Uh, so when we 
drove it to uh, France. Started on a road trip in France. Yeah. <clears throat> Went across the channel from Calais to Dover. And that was all fine. Got onto the dual carriageway, heading south into France, towards Paris. Mm-hmm. And I was... Oh, 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 baguette. <laughs> oui, baguette. Oui, monsieur, baguette. Oh. And anyway, so pulled over to get some supplies at services. Mm. And as I was breaking into the services, I heard this, like, bang, coming from the engine. I was like, what the fuck is that? And, like, I lost power. Oh, no. Right? So I was just like, this isn't good, man. Like, we just started our road trip, and now the fucking thing doesn't work. I knew this <laughs> fun was going to cause me some problems. I had my trusty Halford's toolkit in the back. Nice. Because my dad was like, make sure you take your toolkit, because yeah. I don't trust that van. <laughs> and I was like, but I'm not a mechanic, so what am I going to do with these tools? It's pointless. Yeah, literally. Um, but it wasn't pointless, because I got my toolkit out, opened the bonnet, and I realised that the battery was uh, mounted, obviously, in a battery mount, mm-hmm. but it all rusted. Right, yeah. Right, so the terminals on the battery were connected, obviously, at the top with some wires, but the battery wasn't actually mounted securely. So when I braked really heavily, the battery just shot forward. (laughs) And it, like, ripped one of the terminals off. (laughs) So I had to bodge that all back together and, like, fucking smack it back on with the end of a fucking wrench. Yeah, it's amazing how resourceful you can be when, when you've got no other option. Yeah, I was like, I cannot break down here I'm in France you know <laughs> yeah, what, I mean? what am I yeah. going to do someone's going to tow me a camper van back to England that would suck I'd rather try, fucking try and fix it yeah. so I think I just found some random bits and bobs to just secure it back together and then the battery was fine and then um, we were somewhere else like for, for a while for, for probably like a week or so I had no problems and then <laughs> for a week or so yeah and then there was this almighty like there was like this juddering noise coming from the front. Where, the where are you? Where are you at this? I think point? we're in Bordeaux. Okay, so yeah. we're south of France. So we made it quite far. Yeah. And um, the bracket that held the alternator on, the bolts had like vibrated out, and they weren't there anymore. <laughs> right. Yeah. So I was just like, surely I can like the alternator was like dangling off yeah, basically. Yeah. So and then we kept losing power and. I was like, surely I can find some bolts at a DIY shop. Yeah, so I went yeah. to a DIY shop. I got some, didn't fit. Went back, got some, didn't fit. I was like, what the fuck am I going to do? I don't, I don't know how to speak the fucking language. I don't know what size they were originally. I don't know what I'm doing. So I ended up using my leather belt that was holding my trousers up to try and like wrapped it around the front of the alternator, pulled it back as tight as I could, and then just like used the belt holes to just crank it up onto something. Like a ratchet. Yeah, almost. And then put a hole in the belt and put the thing through it when I... I think I wrapped it around, like, the inlet manifold or something. Something really sketchy, because yeah. it's just going to fucking burn. You know what I mean? But it worked, and it held it on until we got back. But then we got to Amsterdam, like, miles later. Yeah, oh, yeah. And um, I was like, we, we, we had this really sketchy night, right? We were pulled up next to this canal, and we were staying there for, like... We were like, we'll stay here, because we're on the outskirts of Amsterdam. We're, like, not in Amsterdam, but probably like two miles out, maybe yeah. a mile out, next to a canal, like a river, and there's loads of people fishing and stuff, and there's some houses. And it does say, like, no camper vans, but we were like, it was like an uh, incognito van. Had yeah, no yeah, windows, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Stealth like van. Stealth van, there we go. And uh, so we're like, we'll be fine, we'll be fine. Anyway, this one night, this bloke comes up to the side of the van with German shepherds and a torch. And he's knocking on it going, hello, you cannot park camper van here, you cannot park camper van here. 
Great so, Dutch impression, by the way. Yeah, well, Dutch is basically English, just with a little bit of a twang on it, isn't it? Hello, you cannot... I can't do it either. Hello, hello, hello. Crazy, you cannot bag your company. You're crazy Englishman, you cannot bag it. That's why I can't do it. But we were just like, don't fucking move. <laughs> There's no reason you should think this is a camper van, other than it's got English plates on it, you know, and it looks like a piece of shit. You know, it's obviously a stealth camper van that isn't very stealth. Yeah. So we're just like, don't, don't move. So he didn't move. And then about 10 minutes later, he comes back. I know you're in there. I know you're in there. This is no camper van. I will come back later and you must be gone. <laughs> what is this I don't, I don't know. But just imagine it. I'm right? enjoying it. So he's got, his clock, he's got his Crocs on out there and he's walking <laughs> his dogs. and He hasn't got Crocs on really. Um, and we're just like, what the fuck is going on? We need to go. Like, I don't trust this guy. He's got three big dogs. And he's yeah, banging yeah. a fucking torch on the side of the van. This is sketchy. I don't like this. And like, back then, we used to get high and probably pretty high and pretty sketching out a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, we need to get the fuck out of here. So I was like, <laughs> get in the van and it's like middle of the night, turning it over and it doesn't, doesn't start. <laughs> Just like, no <laughs> full places. Why is this not working? So I was like, Turning it over, it's like, ing, 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 and it wouldn't kick into life. And I was just like, this fucking sucks. I was like, right, we're just going to have to stay here tonight. We never saw the bloke again, thank God. <laughs> I think he realised that he told us to move. He probably watched us from afar, struggling to get the van to start. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I knew there's people in there, but the van's fucked, so what am I going to do? Um, oh, this crazy English, <laughs> the van will not start. <laughs> Joke's on them. <laughs> Yeah, so he probably sabotaged us, to be honest, when we, when we weren't looking. Actually, now I think about it, that's what happened. <laughs> but in the morning, I was like, I need to diagnose this fault because I still couldn't get it to turn over in the morning. Like, it would turn over, but it just wouldn't kick into life. Mm. I was like, we've got diesel. We've got electricity. It's turning over. I know it worked. I drove it here, and it, and it worked when I turned it off. So what's going on? <laughs> Like, it's not the alternator, because that's charging, the battery's working. That's all belted up. Yes, that's belted up, that's basically brand new. (laughs) And uh, all the electricity worked, so the leisure battery was getting charged and everything, so I knew it wasn't that. So I was like, it must be a fueling problem. Like, we must not be getting diesel into the engine. So I was like, I I don't know why I thought of this, because I don't understand diesel engines particularly. Like, But I knew what the fuel rails looked like. Because I was right. like, they go into the fucking yeah, top yeah, of the yeah, engine. Yeah. That there's, again, there's, with, there's fuel in there. When, when you've got no other choice, it's amazing. You have to figure it yeah. out. You have to. So I was just like, you just reminded me of another breakdown story. Actually, I'll tell them. <laughs> so we, uh, I say we. It was me. I was tracing these fuel lines, or I thought were fuel lines. They turned out to be fuel lines. Um, and I followed one back, and there was this little, there was this little box attached to it, right. And it looked like an electrical box. Right. Right. So I undid the box and looked inside and there's this little relay type thing, like a switch. And I was like, what the fuck is going on here? And I was like, there was these two wires that went into it. And then I can't, I can't recall what it looked like. Yeah. It was this little box, electrical unit. And I was like, whatever that is, maybe that's not working. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> So I took the two wires, unscrewed the two wires. There was just two two electrical wires and put them together and it sparked. And I was like, what's going on here? Is that good? <laughs> so I was like, Bzz. I was like, what? Well, pretty sketchy. Open spark. <laughs> I was like, so maybe, maybe they should 
like maybe these wires have something to do with it. Yeah. So then I thought, when you turn it on, the glow plug light comes on, right? Mm-hmm. And I, I know from experience that you need to heat the diesel up, especially on a cold day. Yeah. <laughs> from driving diesel cars in England, especially when it's cold, like fucking freezing, <laughs> you've got to turn it on, turn it off, not turn it over, but oh, like God, heat yeah. the fuel up with the glow days. plugs. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? And these, this wire was the wire to turn the glow plugs on. It was, oh, on, okay. it was on the ignition switch. Yeah, yeah. So when you prime the ignition switch, it was to heat the glow plugs yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then that heats the diesel up to give it a vroom. Right? <laughs> give it a what? A vroom. And then a more of a vroom. Sorry, it's all over, I think. But anyway, so I took these wires, put them together. I'm rambling on a bit now. Uh, put them together, and I got the person I was with. I said, turn, turn the engine over. And it started. Amazing. And it started. And I was like, it's how, the fucking wires. Was that how euphoric was that moment? Oh, it's just like, it was almost like we'd just been released from jail. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was just yeah. like, freedom. We can go wherever we want away from this crazy man with three stations. So I was just like, I'm a fucking mechanic, yeah. man. <laughs> like, I took pride in that for the whole rest of the trip. I was like, oh, I figured this shit out. I fucking got the belt on. Yeah, I got I the belt on. Wires together. But the fucking most annoying thing was every time we turned the car off, the van off, wherever we were, we had to then get out, undo the bonnet, oh, that's stick these wires together, count to ten, so <laughs> the fuel's been heated up, and then get them to turn it over inside. <laughs> it was a fucking shit show, mate. Um, but yeah, then I limped it all the way back to England eventually, and then sold it to some guy. He came and bought it, right? And the funny thing was... I put some holes in the arches and stuff when I was going around and inspecting it to sell it. Yeah. To see if there's any rust. Yeah. There was fucking rust everywhere. Was there? <laughs> everywhere. And every arch was destroyed with rust. <laughs> like, I put a big hole in it by accident. Be like, because I've seen my dad go around buying cars, like old classics before, and he takes a screwdriver and yeah, knocks and just it gives through. Yeah, gives it a little knock. To see if there's any rust. I'm just doing, did you just go <laughs> through the side of it? Literally. Oh, fuck. <laughs> so then I bought a, um, I bought like a pot of polyfiller. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, I'll slap that on. No one will ever know. And I'll spray it white. Because this thing, <laughs> this thing was like matte white. Yeah. <laughs> it had no sheen to it at I all. I remember it was rough. Anyway, so I didn't bother doing that. And this bloke turned up and looked around. I said, there's a patch of rust there. Uh, I put a screwdriver through it. But... I've got some polyfiller. I'll give you that. And he went round and he was banging holes in it everywhere. And I was like, holy fuck, dude, like, chill out. I don't know if I've got enough polyfiller for this. Anyway. Uh, I, was, uh, I mean, polyfiller is known for its structural rigidity on a, on a three and a half ton vehicle. I'm not sure. Yeah. It's not going to cut it. And I was half expecting, well, fully expected him to come back to me at the front of the vehicle after he's done a little loop popping holes in it everywhere going, man, this fucking, this thing's a fucking rust bucket. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm not buying this. He's like, yeah, I'm short for it. I was okay. like, I was like, I'll have 1100 quid for it then, please. And he was like, here you go. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, thank fuck, take this thing off my hands. The old lady's still held with my belt. I thought, <laughs> Can I get my belt back? I thought, no, I just fucking won't even mention that. He didn't even look under the bonnet. Didn't even tell him about the glow plug thing. He just fucking drove it off. <laughs> Amazing. No, actually, I fixed the glow plug thing. I bought another unit, like this little box, and just replaced it, and it worked fine after that. Nice. But the alternator was still held on with my belt when he bought it and drove it off. And, uh, yeah, that was that, really. <laughs> Bit of a fiasco, but fantastic fun. And that was when I started to believe that I was a full-blown mechanic. Yeah, yeah, that's dangerous. But it, again, it, it, go, <laughs> it goes to show that if... Because I just... I, I hate working on cars. Yeah, I know. I, you I, I, like I love cars more than anything. I just I hate working on them. 
I just it's just not my skill set. I just don't. But if you're in a situation where you have to, mm. you're faced with no other option. You've got to figure out a way. It's amazing what you can come up with. Yeah, you're like, quite resourceful. So on that note, um, my I've broken down on my mini a few times yeah. right, over the years, and the probably the most stressful I'd say uh, I don't know actually they were all fairly stressful <laughs> but um, so for a little while when I was uh, when I was freelance and I wasn't earning much money I um, we downsized to having one car well no I say one car so me, me and my girlfriend at the time we had we had two cars and I had my mini my classic mini um, and so we were like right we both work from home we don't need two proper cars in inverted commas. So I was like, why don't I sell the... I had that blue Merc at the time. I was yep. like, why don't I sell the Merc? Well, daily the Mini. And I was like, if I need to go somewhere, I'll just daily the Mini. Because I don't, I don't need to leave the house every day. I'm, I work from work home. Work from home, yeah. Um, so I was like, so I'll just drive the Mini everywhere. And, you know, I was probably going to Swindon twice a week for work, um, for like meetings or whatever. And, you know, it was fine. It was fun. You know, the Mini's great. Um... And then, you know, I always get hung up on this kind of stuff. And then I think, well, people daily drove those cars for decades. Yeah, they did, yeah. Like, what would you have done in the 60s or the 70s or the oh, 80s? Oh, I can't daily that. It's brand new. It's, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, and the Mini was in, it was in okay condition at the time. I mean, it was a bit rusty, but mechanically it was fine. Anyway, so I, was, so I was daily driving the Mini. And then I decided, right, I need to go get a proper job. Um, so, I, <laughs> so I landed my job. And I knew that part of the job was a company car. So I was like, cool, that's fine. I can, I can commute in the Mini for the first couple of weeks, month, whatever, until they give me my company car. So my first day, my first day of work, I'm not sure if I've told you this before. My first day of work, I get up, I get up extra early, take the dog for a walk. I'm like, I'm going to get a good night's sleep, get up early, center myself so I can have a real good, positive, productive first day at work. Um, so I was like, yeah, cool. So yeah, took the dog for a walk, had a nice breakfast, you know, did my, you know, got my shirt and tie on, which I'd, I'd never worn a tie before other than like for weddings and funerals and stuff. So I was like, yeah, all, all good. Had my little lunch and all this kind of stuff ready to go. Got in the mini and my commute was about 20 minutes, but I gave myself, no, it was about 20, 25 minutes, but I gave myself 35 minutes. Had to be at work at 8.30. I left at 5 to 8. I was like, I just want to get there nice and early. Yeah, set a good impression. Set a good impression. Be comfortable, no stress. Yeah, so get in the mini. And um, again, it was a nice day, so no problem starting it or anything. And again, I was driving it pretty much every day. It was mechanically, it was fine. And uh, I get about two miles from my house. You know the hill going into Highworth? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm going up this hill. Quite a steep hill. It is quite a steep hill. And it just starts freaking out. Like the revs start rising, but like it's like bogging down, but then revving at the same time. I'm just like, I'm just losing power. I'm like, what, what is, going, is going, on? going on? Like, what the fuck? And I, I, immediately, I'm just like, okay, something's not right, but I can probably drive around. I'm pretty good at driving around problems. Yeah. Pull the choke out a little bit. Yeah, exactly. I was like fiddling with the choke. I was like fiddling with the throttle. I was just like, I can drive around this. Anyway, I get 150 yards up this hill and I'm just like, I can't drive around this. <laughs> Something is bad. Something has gone badly wrong. Um, I'm like, oh god! And so I pull over at the side of the road, and I just turn the engine off. And in my head, I'm just like, if I turn it off and on again, maybe it'll fix itself. Yeah, like it never happened. Obviously, that didn't happen. I, it, it struggled to start, and when it did start again, it was like 
it was like a fast idol, but then it was dying at the same time. It was really strange. I was like, what the fuck is going on? I was just, and I was just like, why now? Yeah. This thing You've been, been fine for the last few months. I've been fine for the last six months. Why now <laughs> have you done this to me? <laughs> so again, and, and bring on, this is eight o'clock in the morning. So there's kids walking to school. Yeah, it's a busy like, time like, of day. busy time of day. There's traffic, you know, because Highworth's a fairly busy little yeah, town. Yeah, yeah. And you, that road is like, there's usually cars parked on one side. So yes. it becomes a single track road. Yeah. So exactly. it's fucking chaos. People are pulling in, waiting for other people. Yeah. Exactly. So I'm stressed out. So I'm in my, I'm in my, you know, shirt and tie <laughs> yeah. and my smart trousers and stuff. Fresh, fresh as a daisy. Yeah. Bonnets up. Yeah. I'm, the stress levels are rising. Uh-huh. And I'm immediately looking around. I'm just like, what the what hell? What the fuck am I doing? I yeah, know. exactly. No, I'm not. I don't know what I'm looking at. <laughs> I'm like, I checked all the plugs. That all looked fine. Like, I sort of took the distributor cap off. And I was like, it looks fine. It looks okay to me. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I tried to start the engine. And there was like a real loud hissing noise. Like a... <laughs> like that. Weird. And I was just like, what the is going on I was like I was like, if there's something wrong with a carb I still to this day don't understand how carbs work really like I could tell you but I'm not going to now I mean I know the theory I knew the theory behind how they work but I wouldn't be able to adjust one or anything else like that and uh, so I was like oh, so I got I, was, I, was, I went around to the back I had I always carried a basic toolkit with me in the mini just in case something happened never had to use it before this day and um, and I realised it's because my mini doesn't have a brake servo. Right, okay. Uh, this is all retrospective understanding. At the time, I, I didn't think about any of this, but my Mini doesn't have a brake servo because it used to be an automatic. Oh, right. And it's been converted to a manual. Oh. Um, and I don't know if that has anything to do with it, but on the inlet manifold, there's a little pipe coming off, right. a vacuum pipe, mm-hmm. that would go to the brake servo if it had one, or I think probably went to something to do with the automatic gearbox when it was still automatic. Right, okay. And Fuck nice. no this idea. pipe had basically just been crimped off at the end for the last, well, God, well, certainly since before I owned it. Well, to... to just went to nothing. Decommission it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and where it had been crimped, it had just snapped. <laughs> so there was just this gaping hole in the inlet manifold, which was just... A, it was just had a real bad vacuum leak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was like... Fuck. So I was, I was like, I worked out that this was sucking in air. And I, it, I need to plug this. And it probably shouldn't be sucking in air. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Because I started at the end. I, it wouldn't start. But if I held my thumb over this and basically burnt my thumb off, yeah, then it would, it would start and it would idle. So, um, yeah, so in the end, luckily, I managed to root around the bottom of my crappy little tool bag. And I found, <laughs> found this little, like, wood screw, basically. I stuffed it in the end and I just got insulating tape and just taped it around the end of this. And uh, if it works. And it got me to work. There you go. And do you know what? I didn't do anything with that pipe. I'm pretty sure it's still in there now. No way. I think so, yeah. But if it works, it works. It works, it works. And sometimes with things like that, you just gotta bodge it. And if it stays working when it's bodged, then you're golden, mate. If it work if it's It's not like what's a mod- the phrase? If it works if it's stupid but it works, it ain't stupid or something like yeah, that. Yeah, something like that. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Yeah, it was broke. Yeah, so you fixed it. But you fixed it. <laughs> I fixed it, kind of. Yeah. I yeah. mean, yeah, like you say, you become resourceful, don't you? It's under high stress, you think, what can I do to fix it? Again, this? there's no options. No options. Yeah, you've got, you've got to fix it. This is my first day of a new job. Yeah, I, 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 need, I cannot fuck this I, up. Somehow this car is getting me to this job. Yeah. And to be fair, I did still get to work on time. 
Only just, but it was. I did get it before eight thirty. There you go. So that was that was a stressful breakdown in the mini. Um, what else have I done in the mini? Uh, that caught fire once as well. <laughs> um, you were the fires. Jesus. I was driving round. I was driving back from Sarancester late at night once. Um, this was when I was probably twenty-ish, twenty-one, maybe a bit older actually. I can't remember anyway. It certainly wasn't my daily driver at this point, and um, it was late at night and. The wiring behind the dashboard has always been a complete fucking mm. mess. And I had this little toggle switch with exposed terminals on the back, which I used to control an amplifier in the boot because it's got no stereo. Yeah. So in the end, I put an amplifier in the boot with some 6 by 9s in the parcel shelf. Uh-huh. And the remote cable that you're supposed to wire into a head unit. You put I, a switch I just, on the dash. I, just put, I found it, some random 12-volt feed behind the dash. <laughs> I didn't. I don't think I even put a terminal on there properly. I just sort of taped it to the back of a switch, and then that was the remote cable for the amp. So I turned that on. The amplifier would work, and then I could, you know, plug an aux cable into my phone or whatever. Get those back. Get those back. But it worked. And um, and I remember I was going back from Science Sister, and the um, again I could sort of smell a little bit of burning. I was like, What the fuck is oh, going God. on? And then, you know, I've got that little door on the on the dashboard in the Mini. I opened the door and it was glowing in there. <laughs> and, I was like, what? and again, it was nighttime, so I could see it really clear. I was like, what the fuck? And basically, this crappy old cable, random 12-volt cable that I'd found that I'd used this uh, as, a, as the um, remote feed for the amplifier, it was such a bad cable and obviously wasn't rated enough for what it needed to be mm. um, that... <laughs> just melted no the whole cable the whole length of cable like a foot of cable glowing bright red was like a like the filament in a bulb it was yeah. just glowing bright red it melted all of the sheath off fuck and it was smoking and that is sketchy that as is fuck. really sketchy so in the end I literally just I turned the engine off and I, I just grabbed the toggle switch just ripped it off burnt my hand and just ripped it out the dash yeah just like Get the fuck off. Yeah, stop it. Stop <laughs> yeah, it now. Stop what you're doing right now. Um, and luckily, that was all I went to because I didn't have a fire extinguisher in the Mini. Um, wow. So if that had gone up, that really, I would have been distraught. Yeah, oh, dude. I had a wiring problem in an old Civic track car that I had. You know that old yeah, Civic, I remember that. EM1. Civic EM1? That was a great car as well. Like, mental, but good fun. And uh, on Christmas Day, I thought, I'll take that over to my mum's house for Christmas Day. <laughs> Because I want to get up really early in the morning and raz it around. Oh, empty roads. Empty roads. Yeah, nice. And it was, it, it was a dry day. And I was like, I just want to spend the first hour and a half of my day driving around empty roads with a bit of spirit. Yeah, yeah. You know? In, oh, that was fun. In the track car. It was great fun. Awesome fun. And this thing had a fuel cell in the back, like this fuel tank that didn't have a sensor on it. So you never knew how much fuel you got. So you'd always fill it up. Yeah, yeah. And then drive it around for like, maybe like 150 miles and then fill it up again. Yeah. Just to be safe. And uh, so I did that. Went and put some high octane fuel in it. Yeah, V-Power. V-Power, of course. When the prices weren't too bad. Yeah. And uh, took it for a raz. And I had a fucking great time. All morning, razzing around. Me taking the shit out of it. Nice cold air as well. Oh, it was great fun. Making good power. Oh, brilliant fun. And um, I had my fun. I thought, right, I better go to my mum's now. Um, so it was about 10, 10.30 in the morning. Pull into my mum's road, and her house is right at the end of the road. Mm-hmm. And I said, like, just pull into the road, the car dies. <laughs> just dies. It's like, it just stops, the engine stops. Yeah. 
And I was like, what's going on then? <laughs> I thought, I can't run out of fuel because I didn't do enough miles. Yeah. I thought, maybe I've run out of fuel. I was rinsing it around for about an hour and a half. Just constantly in VTEC. Basically, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just having the best time. Um, I checked the fuel tank. There's still quite a bit in there. I was like, I knew I hadn't run out of fuel. What's going on? So I'm trying to crank it over and I'm like, everything seems, and this thing, like on, when you turned it on before you crank it, the fuel pumps were really loud. Fucking remember, loud. Yeah. It had this really whiny fuel pump and it was like, yeah, I remember. Awful this. noise. Sorry for audio listeners and <laughs> anyone wearing headphones, even. Sorry. I always say that. Sorry for audio listeners, but it's the same for video listeners. They just <laughs> see me. <laughs> anyway, so I knew it wasn't, well, I thought it wasn't the fuel pump because I could hear it. And I was like, if it's making that stupid hissing, screaming noise, then that's working. So it's getting fuel. There's fuel in the tank. What the fuck is going on? So I was like, maybe it's a sparky problem. Maybe there's a spark problem. So I checked all these spark plugs. That was all working. I was like, I, d- I couldn't figure it out for the life of me. Anyway, I probably spent about two hours trying to figure this fault out. Excuse me. Bless you. Thank you. And then I diagnosed it eventually that the fuel pump had broken. So right. I don't know why, but it was a high flow fuel pump. Probably something just went wrong in it. Mm. But they're usually really, they're meant to be like rated for much, yeah, yeah. much like higher rates of fuel than my Civic was ever demanding. Yeah. So I was like, this is strange. But anyway, got a new part, fixed it. But yeah, that was a pain in the ass because I'm not. Did you just replace the whole pump? Yeah, I'd buy a new pump and replace it. And the new pump I got was slightly bigger, not by design, but because it just was. Yeah. It was like a newer version of the original Bosch pump that we had. And um, I had to fucking drill holes in the fucking boot, the boot floor to mount it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was super sketchy because the fuel cell was right there. And I was like, the fuel lines usually in cars, specifically track cars, you run the fuel lines outside. Yeah, yeah. And then up into the engine, because obviously you've got to meet fire regs and stuff, you're taking it on track. Yeah. Not in this car. Whoever built it, rushed around the fuel lines, down the middle of the car, underneath <laughs> the driver's seat, and then threw the fucking firewall into the engine bay, right? <laughs> so you're drilling holes next to the fuel tank and these fuel lines, and I was like, this is fucking sketchy, man. <laughs> like, like I'm no, I'm no, like... Mechanic. Mechanic, but I know that if you spark fuel, specifically petrol, you're going to have an explosion, <laughs> yeah. right? So I was like, this is going to end bad. Luckily, it didn't. And then uh, I managed to get fuel fucking everywhere because I disconnected the old pump and it was just like there's fuel fucking I was everywhere. Full of fuel, yeah. I was like, this is a fucking nightmare. So I was like, I'm just going to let that evaporate for a little bit before I do anything. Mm. Anyway, we got it to work eventually, but it was just a bit of a shit show. Amazing. Just I, like doing amateur mechanics on cars that are your own, it turns, turns into a bit of a shit show because you don't it. really know what you're doing. No, you don't know what you're doing. I know how to do brakes. Brake pads and discs, but I think anybody can do them. They're designed in a way that they're pretty easy to replace. Yeah, I can, I can do basic servicing stuff I can do. Brakes. Oil filter, oil, oil filter, change. Plugs, that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, fuel filter, pollen filter, filters. Yeah, yeah, yeah basically. <laughs> yeah, but when it comes to like anything fuel-y... I struggle with bulbs sometimes. Yeah, same here. Like my hands are too fucking... You know, they, my hands are too sensitive. Yeah, I got. I got, oh, I got, I got eczema on my hands. <laughs> <laughs> it's not fun, but yeah. So, yeah, had a few few run-ins with stuff like that. Amazing. But, I the 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 other time the only other time that I broke down on my mini, I think, was not nothing to do with fuel. I've never had any. Have I ever broken down from a fuel problem? I don't think I have. 
No, I don't think I have. Other than running out of fuel, I've done that a few times. Yeah, I've done that a few times. Um, and I, uh, but yeah, the the other time I, oh god, this was a shit show. The the one time I had the mini was um, the first time I took the mini on. The first time I got the mini on the road because I bought it when I was sixteen, and it failed the MOT, and so I just I, I it failed it on the rear subframe. I couldn't really afford or I couldn't be bothered to, to get it sorted because it was like a week before my 17th birthday. And I was just like, I need a car. Like, I, I need to be driving on my 17th birthday. Mm-hmm. So in the end, I bought that shitty Corsa. Oh, yeah, that uh, Caribbean flare. blue one. The Carib- Caribbean blue. Caribbean blue, yeah. Was, yeah. The flare. Um, Corsa God, flare. Nothing, nothing out of life. Anyway, um, <laughs> and, uh, do you know what? I only actually ever drove that for about six weeks. Yeah, felt like I had it for ages, but I only actually had it for about I think it was less than two months after I passed my test before I got the rover. Anyway, so the first time I got it on the road was when I was twenty years old, and um, and I was just and it was my second car at that point, and uh, so I was buzzing because I had the I would have had the Streetwise at that point. Yeah, I had the Streetwise, and so the Mini was was my weekend car mm-hmm. and it was and it was in pretty good condition then as well it was all right and uh, i remember the first time so i drove it into Wales. Uh, it drove it into france that was the first time it was on the road wow um, took it to france and that was that was all cool and then the the second sort of trip that i took it on was um <laughs> oh god this is it was awful so um i was going on holiday with my girlfriend at the time and her family to mm-hmm. the isle of Wight, and um my, the streetwise had an issue at the time, so I was like, "Oh, that's cool. We'll take the mini. Like that'd be great. It'd be cool. I'll take it to the Isle of Wight. I'll take some nice photos of it. All this kind of stuff. Like, it'd be, you know, it's cool." Yeah, this is the Red Baron, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 So, um, so we were, <laughs> so we were going in convoy with with Charlotte's parents, and um, we were going down the A thirty four. This whole day was a fiasco. We were going down the A thirty four, and. Um, First of all, I remember coming off the M4 onto the A34. The steering went a bit jiggly. And I was like, what was that? Mm-hmm. And I didn't really do it. And, I, you know, it was a bit of like, I felt a bit of pressure because I think Charlotte had given me a bit of a hard time. Like, do you really want to take your fucking Mini? Like, come on. Mm-hmm. And I was like, no, no, that'd be great. It'd be great, it'd be great. And, uh, you know, and it was, we were with her parents. So I didn't really want to like, you know, all this kind of stuff. So I was just like, I, I remember just thinking, nope, it will be fine. <laughs> so came around the junction off the M4, onto the A34, pulled onto the A34, and the steering just got worse and worse and worse. And I was like, what is going on? And then about probably a mile down the A34, catastrophic blowout. No. Just big old, like proper, like, poof, like yeah. rocked the whole car. Jesus. Oh, God, I just thought of another time about the Mini. Anyway, and so sort of pulled over. Uh, I think I've got a photo of it somewhere because I had those big uh, 13 by 7 um, ultralights, the, the big deep dish wheels and the sports pack arches on it. Yeah, I remember, yeah. And uh, so we were at the side of the road and so Charlotte's parents pulled over and I was just like, oh, I'm really, really sorry about this. And I don't know why because it had pretty good tyres on. So I, d- I don't know what had happened. Um, it wasn't like it was on old, like, rotted tyres or anything because I'd replaced the tyres a couple of years ago. They still had plenty of life in them. Anyway, so then... I realised that I didn't have anything that I needed to change a wheel. I don't even think I had a spare wheel. <laughs> <laughs> to be completely honest with you. 
So I had to, I had to ring. I think I had to ring my parents, and I was like, "Man, you have such bad luck." I was like, "This is what's happened." So they ended up driving to down to the A thirty four with a spare wheel, a jack, and some tools. Bloody hell! So, um, what happened? What happened? Did we? I somehow. Oh, <laughs> oh God! Yeah, God, it gets worse. So <laughs> I'm at the side of the A thirty four. I jack the car up, stick the spare wheel on, and um, but the I remember the uh, the gear linkage for the mini um, was missing the split pin mm-hmm. for the rod that goes into the gearbox. Yeah, and a couple of times, I, again, it's me being stupid, not doing anything about it. A couple of times, the gear linkages would snap. Yeah. Uh, sorry, not the gear linkages. The um, the the I, I just put a, the first time a I lost the pin. I put a bolt through and a little nut on the end, but then obviously with vibration and stuff, the nut would fall off. Yeah, yeah. And um, oh god! And so I remember got the wheel on. And I was like, oh, thank God, perfect. By this point, we've missed our ferry. Yeah. Oh shit. But you know, Charlotte's parents were so nice. They, they didn't. They didn't really make a big deal out of it. Um, so put it down, and as I was pulling away. Gear link just snapped. No. So I'm just like, oh god. So I'm like, I decided to get on the phone. I'm just like, look, I'm really sorry, everybody, but my gear linkages have snapped. So then we had to go to the services. I bet we're just like, what is going on? It it gets worse. It he gets worse. That heap of shit. It gets worse. I promise you, it gets worse. It's not a heap of shit, by the way. Uh, no. Again, at the time, it was quite nice. Yeah. And um, so then we pull into the, the first services because it was we just got on the A34. So we pull onto those first services like a mile or two up the A34. And so by this point, my parents and Charlotte's parents have gone off. They're, you know, having fun together in the services, just having a coffee or whatever. Wait. I'm I'm at the back, I'm in the car park, jack the car up again, and I'm underneath the fucking car. And by this point, Charlotte's completely fed up, understandably. Yeah. And it's just like, right, okay, here's what we're gonna do. We're just gonna take the mini back to back home. And we'll get in her Fiesta. Because I was insured to drive her Fiesta. I was like, we'll go get the Fiesta. And we'll go... Um, go to the other way. Yeah, like, your, your parents can, can go get the ferry now. We had flexi tickets, whatever. Yeah. We'll just catch a later ferry. So I was like, cool. So they, they decided to stay with me until the, the car was fixed. So jack up the car in the car park. And I looked through all my tools and stuff. And I go into the thing. And there was, there's nothing suitable. So in the end... The only things I had were two like really thick cable ties. I remember. So I'm just like, telling me about this. So I'm just so I cable tie the the rod into the <laughs> gear linkage thing. I just cable tie, put two cable ties in. I'm just like, right, as long as I'm gentle, it should be fine. Mm-hmm. So I was like, right, okay, we're good, fine, everything's cool. So cars back down off the jack. Everyone's had their coffee and their croissant or whatever. So uh, Charlotte's parents go off to get the ferry. Um, and my my parents are like, right, we'll follow you back to make sure everything's fine. I'm like, cool, okay. Was Char- yeah, Charlotte was in. I think by this point, Charlotte had gone into gone into my parents' car because mm-hmm. she was like, I've had enough of this fucking thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm like, fine. So I'm in, in the mini by myself. So I'm like, cool, that's all good. So <laughs> get off the jack and I start going around the round, going around the car park, and I just really tentatively slip it into second gear and immediately feel those cable ties snap. <laughs> 
So I'm like, oh, for God's sake. So again, I'm on the phone. I'm like, right. It's happened again. It's happened again. Don't know what to do. I'm just like, I'm stuck in second gear. I may need a recovery. No, I'm just like, I'm just going to. Oh, in second gear. I'm just going to drive home in second gear. <laughs> oh my God. So, so we. we I was taking you all freaking day. So we end up driving cross country through like. Um, Hungerford. Hungerford that. in that way back towards home. And I'm, all I'm doing, right, is literally absolutely mashing the throttle up, Coasting to, up it. to the red line, which in second is in the mini is probably 40. No, a bit more than that. 45, maybe maybe nudging 50. Well, then just clutching it. And then just clutching it and coasting back down to sort of 30. <laughs> and then... And then clutching again. <laughs> and so we do this for probably... That poor fucking mini. We do this for maybe... <laughs> 10 miles. And you're just like, this fucking like sucks. No, it gets worse. <laughs> and then, on one of the, one of the red line, you know, second gear revs, the fucking fan of the alternate belt snaps. No. <laughs> no way. Right? So the engine, the, the, the battery charge light comes on and I'm just like, oh, for God's sake. Hopefully so you've got in, enough to my, get home. My, well, no, because in the Mini, that also drives the fan. No, so you're over... And especially if you're doing that, yeah, you're yeah. going to so, overheat. So I'm just like, right, okay, well, again, I can't be redlining it now, so I'll just keep it a bit easy, hopefully, because it wasn't... It's it, like a Kenlow fan was, on it. It was in, like, October or something, so it was quite chilly. So I'm like, hopefully, if I just... With enough air going through, it should be okay. But yeah, about nah. 10 minutes later, the temperature is right in the red. <laughs> I'm just like, fuck this. So in the end, uh, I think I ditched it in some car park in... Maybe in Hungerford, actually. Just ditched at the side of the road. Mate, what a nightmare. And in the end, actually, whilst I was in the Isle of Wight, um, we talked about him in a previous podcast, Dave the Mechanic. Yeah, yeah, did he go and fix it? He went and recovered it and then... um, Did the work on it? Yeah, fixed it for me when I got back. Good luck. And we drove Charlotte's Fiesta over to the Isle of Wight. Well done, Dave. That was... um, What a nightmare. And then the other time I broke down in the mini was because... (laughs) God, this is even worse. This was another time that I'd... MOT'd it because it's all it gets MOT'd for a year, then I let it lapse for a year, and then I MOT it because yeah. I'm misdriving it, so I MOT it again. This one time it gets MOT'd and it fails the MOT on a few bits and bobs. I can't remember what it was, but one of them was the bodywork around the wheel arch was too sharp, I think, or something like that. Anyway, something that meant that I had to go home, take the wheels off, do something to it, bang it with a wheel hammer, yeah. So I took it home, did whatever needed to be done. Oh, it was, the, it was some of the rust on the rear door, on the bottom of the doors was crusty. And I had to like put some filler in and just put some paint over it and stuff. And a few other bits and bobs. Got it all sorted. And um, me being a fucking idiot at 22, 23 years old or whatever it was, um, I did the wheel nuts back up with the impact wrench, uh, like the air gun. When I didn't bother doing them up manually afterwards. So I... Take it to MOT station. It gets MOT. You know, they, they check the things that it failed on. It passed. No problem whatsoever. I go home. And then I'm like, oh, cool. Yeah, I'm going to drive. When was I? I must have been living in Perth at that point. So I'm driving up towards Swindon to do something. I can't remember what. And again, the wheel starts wobbling. And yeah, I'm just like, like, not this again. I've been here before. But this time, the wheel falls off. <laughs> and the whole car just goes boom. <laughs> it just drops on the, on the passenger side. And the wheel just slowly kind of rolls off down the road. And I'm just like, what is going on? <laughs> fucking idiot. And it's just because I, I didn't make sure the wheel doesn't just come loose. The fucking wheel fell off. That is hilarious. And then... Um, 
And yeah, so I had to, had to go, get, go get a jack out and jack the car up. Find the wheel that's in some fucking field. Yeah, luckily I was only doing... 200 metres down the road. I was probably only doing 15 miles an hour, otherwise that could have been quite quite ugly. Yeah. But yeah, it didn't, didn't actually cause, other than a few scrape marks on the front subframe, it didn't actually cause any damage, which is really lucky. Yeah, yeah. Wow, there we go. Great our stories. I've got one more. Okay. And this is one that involves both of us. Oh my goodness. I don't know if you remember this. So... If it's the Corsa? No. I remember this. This yeah, is so fucking Chris Lamb's yeah. pas- Passat. No, is it Passat? Primera. Oh, yeah, and it's Primera. So, yeah, so we're in college, and I was... 17 years old. 17 years old. I was lucky enough to be with Quinn Direct for my insurance company, which... Which made you able to drive anyone's cars if not, they gave you permission. Yeah, so I, I was basically covered third party on other people's cars, which yeah, that was for, amazing, as a 17-year-old was mental. That was like the golden ticket, wasn't it? And, um, and not only that, but I, I remember I could put people on my insurance. They, they had a really good online portal yeah. and you could put people on your insurance at the drop of a hat and it didn't cost anything. Yeah, I went with Quinn Direct after my first year because of your experiences. Yeah. I was like, that's fucking amazing. They went bust a few years later, I think. Not that's, surprising. Yeah. Um, anyway, so... so my car was in the garage or something. And um, so our friend Chris had this old granddad spec Nissan Primera. Oh, um, mate, there's a funny story about him crashing out into a field. <laughs> <laughs> God, that thing was such a tank. I loved yeah. it. It was a great car, to be fair. Great car. And, um, and so he'd recently passed his test. We were all we were at 17, so everyone was sort of slowly passing their test. And it was a 1.8, wasn't it? I think it was 1.6. Was it? I think so, yeah. And it was it, just like, oh, that's a lot yeah, of capacity. Yeah. I think it was pretty, it was okay. It was like, oh, 1.6. I, I think know. it was a 1.8. I think it was a one eight. Maybe it was a 1.8, I don't know. But um, I remember we were like, oh, God, we got, we got, we got a free period. That's, was it just you and me? It was just you and me and... I think Pedley might have been with us. It was someone else. Was it Shaxx or... No, it wasn't Shaxx. Someone else was with us. I can't remember who. It might have been Pedley. I think it was Will. I think it was Will. No. Yeah, I think it was well. Oh, anyway. Um, so, Chris Lamb was about to go into... Um, a lesson. Some, yeah, some lesson. I remember we were like, we were like oh, shit, we'll, we'll borrow Chris's car. Yeah. Um, I Chris! Like, I can drive it. So, Give us your as he was getting to the classroom, we ran up to him and we were just like, Chris, can we borrow your car? And he was just like, he was a bit blindsided. Yeah. He was just like, well, what, what, what do you mean? I was like, we want to go to McDonald's. We were just like, yeah, we're just going to go chill out at McDonald's or something, but you know, can, we, can, we, can we just borrow your car? I was like, I'm insured, I'm insured, it's fine. Yeah, yeah. And he was like... I don't know, and he really didn't want to give us no. him, uh, our car, his car. And so, so we were like, oh, come on, come on, come on. And we just totally peer pressured him into yeah, it. Yeah, like, like, come on, okay. dude, we'll get back to him. The keys. And as soon as he handed the keys over, we just pegged it. Go! And as we were running out the building, he shouted something to us. Yeah. Like, like, we were just like, yeah, yeah, whatever, cool, thanks, man. So anyway, <laughs> no idea what you're saying. No idea Until what later. <laughs> get in the car. <laughs> Immediately, as soon as we fell out of college. It's like, what? It's just on the red line. <laughs> It's like it's not our car, let's <laughs> fucking rev it. So go down the jungle, go on the ring road around Sirencester, go around the roundabout. And it wasn't fast. Uh, no, we. But it was fun. It was fast enough. Because it wasn't our car. And we go around the first roundabout, chronic understeer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And immediately have a blowout. <laughs> immediately have a blowout. It was blowout. just like, fuck. Within a minute of getting into the car. Again, quite a violent one as well, remember? Yeah. It shook the whole, it was like, it's like, what the fuck is. I thought you'd hit a curb or something. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's me, I know. So, so. We're, so we're limping down the dual carriageway. We pull into the fire station. Yeah. And we're like, we need to inspect the damage. So we, we get out, look around. Uh-uh. The tyre is completely off the rim. Yeah. It's like, shit. Okay. We can sort this out. Yeah, we can sort this out. It's got a spare, so it's got a spare tyre. It's got a jack. Yeah, Did yeah. it have a jack? 
Yeah, I think we we managed to jack it up. We, we sort I, I remember out. we started jacking it up, and then the, the two firemen came out. We're just like, you need to fucking move this. Yeah, we, we were in front of the fire station, literally right in front of the shutters where yeah. the fire engine so comes we, up. We, we, to be fair, I think the firemen made, they helped us. They helped us push it around the back to their like you know training area. And so we jacked the car. We just like, we need to get this sorted quick. So we yeah, jacked yeah. the car up, <laughs> stick the spare wheel on. We're like, right, cool. Chris doesn't need to know. Here's what, here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna stick the spare wheel on. And we're going to get a Rainer's Breakers. Remember in South Cerny? Yeah, yeah. We'll nail it to South Cerny. We'll they're, get another fucking wheel. They're bound wheel. to have a spare tire for some Nissan. Yeah. We'll stick it in the boot. He Job done. He doesn't need to know. Uh, sorry, Chris, if you are listening to this, I do apologize, but it's all water under the bridge now, I suppose. I mean, we're, we're literally kids. Yeah. And so, so, we, so we get the spare tire on, get the, the fucked one in the boot, drop it down, get in, and we just crank the engine and just will not happens. start. Nothing happens. Like, what the rah, fuck rah, is rah. going on? And we're just like, because we were planning on putting some petrol in it anyway, so we were just like, shit, yeah, we've yeah. obviously run out of petrol. So, fuck. So then I think I fucking pegged it to the petrol you station. You ran to the petrol station. Which was probably about half a kilometre away. Yeah. Over at that roundabout. Yeah. And there's no bypass. There's a dual lane carriageway. <laughs> Two of them. Yeah. I had to cross both of them over the roundabout. So you pegged it there. Go got a jerry buy, can. Buy a jerry can. Fill it up with a gallon of diesel, uh, petrol. Yeah. Come back to the fire station. Right, so we're like, right, cool. And we're, we're, we're time limited here, by the way, because yeah, Chris is about to come out of his fucking lesson. Chris is in an hour-long lesson. Yeah, and we're probably about half an hour into that, yeah, so if like, not more. So right we're now. like, right, we really need to fucking... We're like, right, let's go to Tesco. We'll put some more fuel in. We can, yeah, we can do this. We put petrol in. It started straight up. Cool. Let's go to Tesco. We'll put another five, ten quid's worth of fuel in. We'll nail it to South Cerny, get the wheel, get back in time for a tea. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we get to Tesco, put a load of petrol in, and we're in the petrol station... And it we, wouldn't start. And again. it wouldn't start again. And we're just like, what fuck? the fuck is we're going like, on? What is going on? We're just like, oh god, we've broken Chris's car. Yeah. And then I remember we end up pushing it out of the petrol station in Tesco into the main the car, car park. park. And then we're just pushing it up and down the car park, trying, trying to bump, bump start, start it. it. Yeah. And it will not fucking start. <laughs> By this point, Chris is out of his lesson. Go, hey, dude, all where of, are you? No, all of our phones have got missed calls from Chris on, and we're just like. Shit. Don't answer the phone. Like, shit, shit, we can't answer the phone. We're like, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? We At this point, we've basically car. stolen his car. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. we haven't returned it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so after about 15 minutes, we're just like, this thing is not... I remember the two girls stopped. I can't remember. And, and helped us, tried to help us push it. Really? Yeah, they were quite hot as well, I seem to remember. Oh, anyway, and then, so we're pushing it up and down the car park. Chris is ringing, the phone's ringing off the hook. So eventually, we're like, right, we're going to have to speak to Chris. So I can't remember which oh, one of us answered. Yeah. We're, like, we're like, dude, we're, we're in Tesco's car park. Really, we've broken your car. Really sorry, mate. Can't get it to start. Like, we, 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 yeah, it won't start. We put some petrol in it and it won't start. And he just goes, well, yeah, what about the immobilizer? Yeah. And we were like, what, what do, do you mean? mean? And he was like, well, I fucking told, told you, you as you were running off, don't forget about the, the immobilizer. <laughs> yeah. And we were like, what? And he was just like, yeah, just hold this button. He was down. like, just, just press the unlock button on the fob. Yeah, and we literally press the unlock button. Start straight up. Start straight up. And at the fire station, it hadn't run out of petrol. No, we were just being retired. We just hadn't locked it and unlocked it. Yeah. And so Fucking yeah, so hell. we just we we drove back to the college and we were just like, mate, I'm really sorry, but uh, we've had a blowout. We've had a blowout, and your spare tire is fucked now. And he was just like, oh, that's cool. Yeah, he didn't care, did he? No, he was like this piece of shit. And then he told us a story that he was that, that before or after we put it through the hedge. I'm not sure. I think it might be before we put it through the hedge. But he. Whenever it happened, he told us a story where he was driving back from his girlfriend's at the time, 
And it's a steep corner, right, on a single track road. And instead of turning left round the corner, he just didn't see the corner, went straight on, <laughs> into a ditch, over a ditch, through a hedge, into the field, right? And then he's still pissing us out, so he's telling us this. I'm just like, fuck me, are you all right? And he's like, yeah, just found the gate, undid it, drove home. <laughs> and it's funny because, like, a little while later... A girl we knew drove through the same hedge into the same field, but rolled really? her car. Really? Yeah. yeah. I think it was um, oh, that girl you used to be mates with, Sophie. Sophie Jordan. I think Sophie she Jordan's did that. never rolled her car. Yeah, and we, would, yeah, we turned up to it. I think it's all what? coming back to me now. We were in one of the LDV vans, and I was in the back of it. It didn't have back seats, but in like the van bit. And we pulled up to this traffic incident, but I think, I don't think we can talk about this on here because there's some pretty bad things going on at that time. Oh, I bet, yeah, something's going, we'll talk about this on yeah. camera. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Anyway, they're the, uh, they're the, um, they're the breakdown stories. Yeah. Pretty hilarious. So yeah, no, no rant tally this week. Um, we've run out of time. Yeah, we've run out of time. We've completely so run out of time. We'll do that another time. We'll do that another time. So yeah, thanks for listening in, watching. Like we said at the start, if you could, um, you know, you don't necessarily need to share it, whatever, but if you could just, just like drop it. a like. If you're watching it on YouTube, just subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify as well. That really helps us out. Yeah. Um, any subscription helps. And then, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know. See you on the next one, I suppose. See you on the next one. Let's do it. Yeah, thanks Let's very much. Let's do it. Let's do it. Nice. Oh, wicked. Wicked. Mate, that's a bit mental. I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs>